Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Brian is uh, defrosting from the game last night. He'll be back here tomorrow. You're stuck with just me. Back from New York and a a lot of stuff I want to talk about with you today. Um, Obviously, thank you to Robbie Raw for filling in yesterday here on Beamaz and Beamer. But we're going to start with uh, the uh, the sad news, the bad news, uh, and that is, again, the Bills are back to losing to the Patriots. You know, when Tom Brady left and the way the Patriots played last year, last season, really thought that we'd get two or three seasons of a par or subpar Patriots team, but they're back, and they're in first place, and now the Bills are one loss away from not being in the playoffs. Uh, that's how easy it is. You've got the Bills in seventh place. Who are the two teams behind them? Two teams that have beaten the Bills, the Colts and the Steelers. So um, it is not going to be coasting into the playoffs. There probably won't be a home playoff game, which I'm sure Mark Polonkars is upset about because he wants to remind people that he made rules there. Um, but it, it's... It's uh, it's interesting how quickly things change, right? You, you the, the season started with that loss to the Steelers. Then the Bills found their way. Then they lost to Tennessee. Then the Bills found their way. Then they lost to Jacksonville. And then to the Colts. But between that, they had the Jets. And then they had the Saints game. It, it, it's, uh, it's a very back and forth. It, it, as a Virginia Tech fan, it reminds me of the Virginia Tech season. Um but here's the thing. This morning, they're still in the playoff spot, and they pretty much control their own destiny to get into the playoffs. Uh, but in five days, you play Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So um, nothing's going to come easy to this team. This isn't going to be the, the like I said, it's not going to be the Bills coasting. They're probably not going to have a home game in the playoffs. Um, but as uh, we were, as we said this morning, 
Tampa Bay was 7-5 when they started their run last year that ended up in the Super Bowl. So anything's possible if you get in, right? That's, that's the goal. Just get in the playoffs. And uh, right now, the Bills are in, um, but they're going to need to win some. They're going to need a win um, here at the end, and they're going to need some help uh, from the Colts and the Steelers to uh, keep them out of that seventh place spot. So it, <laughs> it's it, it's disappointing, and we talked about this after the Tennessee game. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or if I'm just out of shape, but I have never felt late night or late, you know, night games like I have felt night games this season. Usually I'm here, I'm bragging about how much energy I've got, you know, people complain about no sleep. I, you know, I can do just fine with three hours of sleep. So far this year, that has not been true. Um, after the Kansas City game, we we did a whole show on it about feeling about feeling more and more um, tired, not being able to get up. You know, it, it's it's just such a different feeling. And you know, a year ago, oh my, the Bills play at night. That's fine. I'll be in at work at four thirty, no issue. You know, but the Chiefs game and the Titans game. Now the Chiefs was a win. But the Titans game, I really felt it the next day, and I am I am struggling this morning. Let me tell you, I am uh, tired this morning. Brian had the right idea, and uh, I cannot wait to get home and turn on Home Alone and take a nap uh, this afternoon. But it, it is good to be with you, and um, you know, as long as I got the mic on, I, I think I've got the energy and we'll be able to push along. Uh, but just really disappointing that the Patriots are good again. That Bill Belichick gets a walk into Buffalo and walk out with a win. And um, so many times in that game, I felt the Bills, that was going to be the drive to get them into the end zone. And it just didn't happen, um, unfortunately. But hey, five days from now, we get to do it again against Tom Brady. So, how's everyone doing? How's everyone's Tuesday morning? Uh, Hopefully, you are in a place that has uh, heat. Um... But I hope everyone is having a uh, a good Tuesday morning. And we heard from County Executive Mark Polonkars, um about the masks, and that you know most people are uh, most people support the mask mandates and uh, and all that. I have to tell you, going to New York City was eye opening because I thought I was going to go to this COVID mania, you know, hysteria. I really thought it was going to be Erie County's um, administration times 10. It was not at all. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you, folks. It was not at all. Okay? We were asked for our vaccination cards very rarely. I thought, you know, we'd be in line to show our cards um, and and our IDs. It was, there were some places like that, but it wasn't every place. Most places, you know, just had a sign that you have to be vaccinated and left it up to that. It was so refreshing. People were traveling. It wasn't just people from the United States. You know, there were a lot of people from all over the world. It was nice to see. And these businesses weren't sitting there scared that some county tattletale was going to move in and uh, tattle on their business. It was so refreshing. And you walk around New York City. And every corner, they have a COVID-19 testing tent. 
for a free COVID-19 test. So if you felt sick, you could walk up to this tent and get your free COVID-19 test. Where is that in Erie County? Now, I realize that we're not New York City, but it is so difficult to find and get a free test in Erie County. Why, you might ask? Well, I'm just guessing here, and if someone has the answer, 803-0930, I'm guessing it's because the county is spending all this money on tattletales to go from bar to bar and tattle on people who don't have a mask on. That is doing nothing. That is not saving anybody. That is not stopping the spread of COVID. Okay? That's not doing anything. Maybe if we had an administration that knew how to spend money, um, we would have easier uh, accessible testing in Erie County. And you could go. I'm not going to say it like in Times Square or in New York City. That's going to be at every corner. But maybe you could go and get a test a little more easier. But that's not where the attention of our leaders are in Erie County. The attention of our leaders are to send tattletales out to all these businesses and then write them up and send them a letter to remind them that the county executive has the power and he's using the power and how many times he can say power in one statement instead of actually caring. Because if he actually cared about stopping the spread, and this isn't just smart pulling cars, right? This isn't just Erie County. But if they actually cared, and you would think if the health commissioner actually cared and was doing real work when she was getting overtime, um, they would make easier accessible testing. And just like in New York, I could walk up. I wouldn't have to go, you know, five miles. I wouldn't have to drive from Springville to the city of Buffalo to get to get my free test. I could just go down the street and get my free test, right? Maybe I could go down to a town uh, establishment that the county has worked with to give out free tests. But it's not that easy here because our money's being spent elsewhere that's not stopping the spread. Our money's being spent to remind people who has the power because that's what's more important in Erie County. And I'll tell you what's more telling than anything. You're at JFK, right? The craziest airport next to Atlanta in the United States. And you can get a free COVID-19 test at JFK. You land in Buffalo and there's a sign for a COVID test, $225. But don't fool yourselves, folks. Erie County really cares about stopping the spread of COVID. That's why people are walking bar to bar to tell on who has a mask and who doesn't. It's just... So eye-opening this weekend. Like I said, I really thought this was going to be COVID mania. I was going to come back with a story of how many times I had to use my Vax card, how many times I had to prove my vaccination. Guys, it was nothing like that. It was nothing like that. It was so refreshing. I mean, yes, there was one place where we were asked to put our mask on. Okay. But it was nothing like that. You could walk into a bar and just... Have an adult beverage, have a meal. It, it was, I, I couldn't believe we were in New York State. Uh, and I'm being 100% honest. I could not believe we were in New York State. Sunday, because 
Sunday Fun Day, you know, we went to a few uh, establishments and and did a little uh, walking around the city, and it was just so freeing. No one's standing there making us stand in the cold to fish for our vax cards. No one yelling at us to, t- to put a mask on to walk to the bathroom. We were just enjoying ourselves, and it was it was so nice. It was I, I really cannot believe I'm talking about New York City. Because it was nothing like I thought. I thought we were going to be Erie County times 10. And it was so refreshing. The only thing about New York City that I do have a complaint with is I thought New York City was the city that never sleeps. I think New York City goes to sleep way too early. And that might be a COVID-19 thing. I'm not sure. But, but... We, want, we got into town at nine, at, on Friday night. We went to Times Square. We went to go see the tree at Rockefeller. We went, we went and did all that stuff. And then we get back. We were staying in Midtown. Uh, we get back around our hotel, and we want to go to a, you know, to a bar and get a meal and have a few adult beverages. We had to go to about six or seven places before we found a place that was serving food at an establishment where you could also get a, a few adult beverages. I thought it was a city that never sleeps. I couldn't believe that before 10 o'clock in New York City, this great city, New York, oh, you got to go. Alicia Keys and Jay-Z sang about it. Got to go to New York City. I couldn't believe it was so difficult to find a place where I could sit down and have a meal after 9 o'clock. <laughs> New York goes to sleep, folks, and I don't know if that's a COVID-19 thing, but New York City goes to sleep. Uh, the MLB store closed at eight o'clock on a Friday. I, I, I was shocked. I think it's easier to find an open establishment after nine o'clock in Buffalo that is still serving food than it is in New York City. With that said, we found a lot of nice, a lot of nice uh, uh, Irish pubs on Friday while we were looking for uh, a place to go and eat. But it, it was a fun trip. I, I, I really. I was, we went to go see all the Christmas stuff and, uh, you know, the tree at Rockefeller, awesome. Saks Fifth Avenue, awesome. The, uh, the windows at Macy's, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of Christmas markets near uh, Central Park we went to, uh, went up to Italy and, and walked around there. It was really, really fun. It was a fun trip. And again, my shock is in the fact that there was n- nothing as strict is what we have in Erie County and what we probably will have uh, even more in six days when that vaccine mandate probably goes into effect. I mean, the, the writing's on the wall. The stage has been set. Um, but the difference is here, it'll be so strictly enforced because, let, let's be honest, I mean, I hate to keep on picking on the same person, but Let's be honest, we have someone who's power hungry in control of the county right now, and they are sending with your tax dollars, with your tax, the money that you, that's taken out of your check, the money you pay once a year, that money is going towards people to go bar to bar, business to business, and tattletale on those who don't have masks. And soon, their job will be to go bar to bar, right, uh, business to business, to to tattletale on businesses that aren't checking vax cards. That doesn't happen in New York City. That's why these places 
aren't wasting their time, aren't, you know, going to work scared they're going to get called in by the sanitarians because the the money's been spent on testing stations. The money's been spent better in New York City, which I never thought I would say something that included Bill de Blasio. That money's actually been spent better for testing sites, for things like that, not to pay volunteers to jump around bar to bar with the detention slips and write up people for not wearing a mask and not showing their proof of vaccine. It's it's kind of amazing where we are in Erie County in relation to the rest of the state. If you think about that, if you're listening to us right now on the Odyssey app in Albany, if you're listening to us on the Odyssey app in Hornell down in Steuben County, you're probably like, what the hell are you talking about? Right? Because, I mean, they don't, there's no mask mandate. They're not, they're, they're, uh, their county executive or whoever runs the county isn't sending people around to bars with a notepad and writing names down and giving out detention slips. That does, that's not happening around the other parts of the state. Because other parts of the state have other things to focus on. And are actually putting money in things that will stop the spread. Writing a bar up because someone didn't put their, ma- their mask on to go to the bathroom is not stopping the spread. It's a waste of money, which Erie County does very well. Waste tax dollars. Just like on contact tracers who take 10 days to call someone who's tested positive for COVID. Well, what good's that money? What good's our money going to these contact tracers? When I've done that show twice now. People have called in and said, no, it, it, it took nine days, a day before my quarantine was over, for the county to get in touch. Well, then what the hell are we, what, what's the money going toward? In the program, government is the only, uh, the only faction, is the word I can look for, that if something's not working, they just keep going with it. They keep throwing money at it. There's nothing else, no other business model in the United States of America, that if it was not producing results, like contact tracers, that would still be going on. But in government, we just double down. We just throw more money at it. And those who are in charge to say we shouldn't be spending this money are either ignored or not doing their job. And it'll be very interesting to see what happens next year. With, I mean... The amount of money that this county is wasting, and it's not going to, it's not going to stop the spread. No, it's going to make sure you have a mask on when you get up from your table. And if not, that place will get a, a, a hefty fine. That's not money well spent. And I think it's really sad that Erie County is setting the example of what not to do in all of New York State. It's, it's, it's astonishing. It really is. I want to know from you, 803-0930, a few things on the table today. Number one, um, you know, we're a few days now or a few weeks now into this mask mandate. What do you see? Do you see the writing on the wall? I see the writing on the wall. Uh, I, think a ma- I think a vaccine mandate is six days away, if not less. I'd like to know from you, and I'd also like to know uh, your stories of trying to find free tests through Erie County. Like I said, in New York, it was on the cover, on the cover, on the corner 
almost every corner in New York City. Now, I realize we live in Buffalo. We, we, we're not New York City. But could testing be easier to get here in Erie County? I think it could be. And I think that's where the money should go. But it is very embarrassing when you can get a free test at JFK and you land in Buffalo and they're asking for $225. And I think anyone involved in government in Western New York should be embarrassed that that's going on right now. 803-0930, star 930. Tell me your mask story. Tell me when you think the vaccine, uh, proof of vaccine will be mandated. I think it's a question of when, not if. And what do you think? Testing. Would you like to see easier uh, COVID-free testing through the county? Do you think that would be a better use of county money than where the money's going now? And remember, where the money's going now is a contact tracing program that's not working and a tattletale program to find bars and restaurants when you don't put a mask on when you stand up to go to the bathroom. 803-0930, star 930. That's the phone number. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board number. Don't forget that 716, and we'll be back after this. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, hey, welcome back. Well, that double vision this morning here on WBEN. Bemaz and Beamer. Bemaz is out. He'll be back tomorrow. I got an interesting text during the break, and then we'll get to Matt in Williamsville. Uh, Texter says, I consider myself a moderate Republican and I'm all for the mask mandate as well as a vaccine mandate for bars and restaurants. I believe in protecting everyone. Your rhetoric since COVID-19 has become more right wing based and only fuels division in our country. I was a daily listener to your station, but now often uh, have to turn it off. Perhaps some of us really tried uh, are tired of all your negativity. I no longer enjoy your biased commentary. You know, I'm, 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 it's interesting this person texted uh, while I was hosting. I would say I'm probably the most moderate person I know. Um, now, when it comes to, to any kind of mandates, I've said I'm, I'm, against, um, I'm against the government telling businesses what they can and can't do. And really, as much as I do like Ron DeSantis, I'm against the government telling businesses they can't um, within their business mandate masks or vaccine. I think a business should be able to do what a business wants to do, and they will reap the rewards or pay the consequences. But I don't think a government should step in and tell you what you can and can't do. Uh, Again, if a business wants to have a mask mandate, if a business wants to have a vaccine mandate, that's up to the business. And and they'll either um they'll either fall with that or um or they'll reap the rewards. It's not the government's job to tell a business what they can and can't do. I uh so I, I I first off don't believe this person's a moderate Republican. Um but I, I, I find it very interesting that text came while I was hosting because I think if you asked everyone else here, most people would say, Yeah, I lean to the right, but I am pretty moderate. Um uh, probably more libertarian uh, than conservative. And uh, I just don't think the government should have a handle on what businesses can and can't do. And I don't think a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate is stopping the spread. I think more testing would stop the spread. More available free testing, that could probably have more effect on the spread than tattletales uh, enforcing a mandate. Sorry, that's just how I see it. 803-0930, star 930, Matt in Williamsville. Matt, good morning. 
Good morning. I uh, I try since the beginning of the pandemic. I've always tried to find transparent science to make decisions for myself. And in moderate conservative Republican, I really don't want to identify with that because I'm a, I'm an American, and the Constitution gives us three branches of government. And the legislature is supposed to make the law, the courts interpret it, and then the executive branch enforce them. And, and what we've got something upside down, it seems, in Erie County, and it's causing a lot of disruption. I, 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 it, the mask is about science right now, according to what I can understand, is about 40% effective. So choose for yourself. You want to get the vaccine? Fine. You don't? You don't. Because science more and more is just proving that you can't rely on the leaders espousing all these ideas and these actions, and it's harming people that I love, people that own businesses, family, don't want to be around during the holidays because they're afraid that you're vexed, you're not vexed, or you're contagious, you wear a mask. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I wish we had more transparency and just constitutional function of our government in Erie County to hold these leaders accountable and perhaps liable for faulty science. What do you think? You know, Matt, here's what really bothers me. I think it's why so many people have tuned out government officials. It's, you know, and we see here in Erie County, they have picked one side. And if you bring that study up, because I've heard the same thing about unless you're wearing an N95 mask, it's at best 40% um, protective. And that's at best. You see some of these single uh, layer cloth masks. Uh, I saw Tony walking around with one today and the thing broke, you know, <laughs> so I, I, I don't, you know, but it's they, they've gotten in one corner. And if you don't agree with them, you're you're you know, you're you're the one spreading COVID. You're the one spreading false news. They won't listen to another side and they just dismiss anything that's against these mandates uh, and I think that's fueling division more than anything but again I don't think what they're doing is stopping the spread uh, because look at other areas that have tried these kind of mandates they've gone back to lockdowns I mean look overseas where there's vaccine mandates they've gone back to lockdowns in some of these places so so tell me how this is stopping spread and I appreciate Matt uh, in Williamsville uh, for hanging on uh, Matt thanks for the call I, I this this is all you just have to look at what's going on and look you know look at places that have these mandates look at places that have had more rest- restrictions than right here in Erie County which is difficult um and at the end of the day i said this last week when in for tom at the end of the day, of the day what you're doing is you're crippling businesses but you're not crippling covid covid numbers continue to go up covid numbers will continue to go up it's a seasonal thing. You know, I, I, I think their message around the vaccine um, has been to their own, to its own detriment. I, I think the vaccine, the reason so many people don't trust it is because of the people who are promoting it. You know, when you have government officials, um, government officials continue to give the same message and then try to pit those who are vaccinated against those who are unvaccinated, you're really going to lose trust with people. And, uh, and, and, and then this, <laughs> I hate to go off on this, but I read this before I came on the air. And then this changing of the word anti-vax. I mean, this is why so many people are just starting to call the word I can't say on the air, but this is why so many people are going to call BS on all this stuff. Do you realize now an anti-vaxxer can actually be a vaccinated person who's against mandates? That is an anti-vaxxer. So someone like me who got vaccinated, according to the dictionary, 
I'm an anti-vaxxer because I'm anti any kind of vaccine mandate. That is outrageous. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how someone who got the vaccine can be an anti-vaxxer. I'm just pro, I'm pro people making their own decision. I think people should, I think people should, uh, should, you know, take into account they know their bodies and they should make their own decision. But uh, unfortunately, I think our leaders have been the ones uh, that have really failed us. And I, I think they're really um, wasting money here in Erie County as well. 803-0930, star 930 is the phone number. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Um, you know, just it, it just very interesting stuff going on. And I would like to see more testing. I'd like to see free tests uh, available. But we're not doing that. That's not what the county's doing. I don't know um, what results they've gotten when it comes to the money they've wasted on contact tracers, on the money they've wasted, on the money wasted uh, on these tattletales. But I'll tell you right now, it's not stopping the spread. And to my point, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803-0930, my daughter was exposed on Thanksgiving to COVID directly. Still has not been contact- contacted by Erie County. I mean, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was two weeks ago. It'll be three weeks on, uh, no, two weeks ago Thursday. Erie County, she was a close contact. A close contact in Erie County has not contacted her. Where's this money going? These individuals are getting paid $45 an hour, which I don't blame them. I'd go take a job too. But where is this money being used to actually slow the spread? And when you ask for any kind of contact tracer information, oh, we'll get those numbers to you. Will you? When will you? It's such a waste of money. And for people to, to text in and say, Joe, you know, you're getting more right wing. I consider myself a moderate Republican. Uh, so I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know anyone who considers themselves a moderate Republican that would support the government telling businesses what to do. And I also don't know anyone who's a moderate Republican who would support any of this stuff without evidence that it's actually stopping the spread. And we're not getting that evidence. And when, you're, when you ask for that evidence, you're made out to be the bad guy. Because how, how dare you question the almighty polling cars, the almighty Fauci, the almighty Biden, or Biden. And all I say is, we just want the information. How have the masks slowed the spread. Where have we seen masks slow the spread? It's not in schools because we see spread in the classroom. Believe me, I know. I've heard about it. So I'd like to know, uh, all we want to know is just show us the science. You know, remember the beginning of this thing, it was science, science, science. But now there's nothing. There's nothing showing us where this is where has spread, and if you question it, you're the bad guy, and it, it's it that's not the case. I think there's a lot of questions of how Erie County has handled this. Unfortunately, I don't think Erie County has learned from their mistakes. They've just doubled down on their mistakes, and really, again, to the benefit of us, or to the detriment of us, we're the ones losing out on all the money that's been spent, and we don't show anything for it. Contact tracers right now are getting paid, but they're not calling people. They're not calling close contacts. How is that stopping the spread? Your contact tracer is not calling someone who was exposed on Thanksgiving. 
but your tattletale wrote up someone over the weekend at a bar. How did that stop the spread? I'd like to know. 803-0930, star 930. Bill in Eden has a comment on that texter. Bill, good morning. Hey, good morning, Joe. Yeah, I saw how they changed the definition of uh, anti-vax. <laughs> kind of interesting to get. <laughs> but I found something, Joe, that I think this guy, whoever wrote this, had it like um, he got the view from 30,000 feet. He, it goes like this. Whether you believe vaccination is the right thing to do or not, this situation goes way beyond health. We, the American people, have fought for freedom for 257 years. We go around the world spreading ideas of freedom and democracy. We help other countries and their people fight for their freedoms while ours are being stripped away. You may think being forced to wear a mask or get a vaccination is insignificant, but when you begin to compile mandate after mandate and loss of freedom after freedom, it becomes very significant. As each thing is taken away, we face what is known as the shifting baseline syndrome. This syndrome changes our idea of a new and acceptable normal. Soon we will not remember what it was like to have the freedoms we once did. Our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom, and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. If we give in to these mandates and do not stand up for our freedom of choice, we dishonor every armed service person over the last 257 years a disservice to the people who have fought and bled for the very freedoms we enjoy. You may support the vaccine mandates because they fall in line with your current beliefs. But if we let this happen now, there will be a day when you're told what you, when you're told to do will not fall in line with your beliefs. If we do not stand together and fight back in one voice, soon, soon we can be told where to live, what job we will do, what religion to believe, and how many children we can have. Do you really want someone telling your children or your grandchildren what, when, where, and how they will live every minute of their lives? It's time we take a stance, and it's time we fight for our freedom of choice while we still can. Thank you, Bill and Eden. I appreciate the call. Bill, opening the line for you at 803-0930. By the way, apparently I was wrong on the Florida uh, mandate. It's that businesses can require masks and show of negative COVID test. They can't uh, require the customer to show a vaccine card. So apparently I, I got the law wrong, and I apologize for that misinformation. Um, and I thank our texter who lives in Florida for texting in also we thank you for living in Florida and still listening on the Odyssey app, which you can do when you are out of town. The Odyssey app, download it today, and you can listen to all your favorite radio stations, including this one. 803-0930, star 930. People are uh, alive on the uh, on the text board today. Maybe it's the Bills losing. Everyone's in a negative mood. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people, not fans of Joe Beamer this morning. Um which is fine. I uh, I appreciate the uh, the feedback. And, and like I said, I'm I'm not sitting here telling people not to wear masks. I'm not sitting here. I believe I've been very consistent, urging people um, to at least consider getting vaccinated. Um, what I am against, and what I think I will always be against. No, I will always be against is anyone from uh, from the government uh, making a business enforce uh, any kind of mandate. And I just don't and. To, to add to that, because I'll go into any situation saying the government, we should have as little government intrusion as possible, right? And a mandate to a business um, should have to have some kind of scientific proof that it's actually stopping the spread. And I would like to see, if it's from the contact tracers or whatever, 
two things. One, that that place was a significant uh, spread uh, site of spread, right? Show me where Bed Bath & Beyond was a significant uh, uh, point of spread. Show me where a bar or restaurant was a significant part of spread. I don't think you can because 75% or more of spread happens at residences. But show me where these businesses were were a, a, a considerable part of the spread, okay? And then show me how your mask mandate at a bar where I can take it off once I sit down has helped anything. Show me that. I, I, that's not asking too much. That's not some conspiracy person to ask for evidence. That's all we're asking for. And I, I, I don't know why that's so difficult after two years. And apparently these contact tracers doing a great job. Why it's so much to ask for some kind of proof of those two things. I mean, that, that's not unreasonable. I don't think anything I've asked today... I don't think anything I've asked today is unreasonable. I'm asking the county, why isn't there easily, more easily accessible free testing? Is that an unreasonable question? I don't think so. I'm asking the county, show us where these places were significant uh, parts of spread in Erie County. And two, show me, or three, show me how masking has stopped the spread in those areas. Those aren't unreasonable questions. And if your contact tracers, which you're getting all this overtime for, are actually working, those numbers should be available months ago. Months ago. And they're not available. This is not some unreasonable rant. I'm not telling people, I'm not asking for anything except for where is this proof? I'm asking it. I know the, the fine people at Hogan Willig are asking it. Just show us. If the proof exists, show us that bars and restaurants, retail stores, show us that they have been considerable parts of spread. Or shut up and let people live their lives. The three things I have asked today I think are very reasonable. And I don't think anyone would disagree if if you look at it reasonably. Easier free testing Show us where the spread is and show us how masks have stopped it. That's it. That's not asking too much. I don't think it's too unreasonable. I appreciate you hanging on today and listening to me. Brian will be back tomorrow. And tomorrow we will have a true BMAS and Beamer right here on WBEN. Uh, Bellavia is up next. He was also in New York City for some time this weekend. Um, maybe uh, we'll talk to him. Before, before we get out of here, though, I want to play this. This is from a press conference uh, after the game yesterday with Micah Hyde and jo- Jordan Poyer. It's been over 40 years since the team has won a game running that few times in the game. I mean, passing that few times. Is that embarrassing? I mean, what kind Boy, of question is that? Boy, what are we doing, that? bro? What kind of question is that? <laughs> the nation's going to be criticizing you for calling yourself. Right. I'm asking. I think we keep, keep, keep that. Keep, uh, seven seven points. Yeah, 14, uh, four, 14, to, 14. 14 to 10. Is that the final score? We made stops when we had to. They had one big run. I mean, they got good backs. They, yeah, all right. Um, they kept coming back to a couple of runs. I mean, I don't know how you want us to answer that question. Let's be honest. There's one reason Jerry Sullivan asked that question. He wants people to talk about him. It's been a while. Jerry's not that relevant. Jerry just wanted people talking about him. That was a ridiculous question. 
14 to 10, 41% of the Patriots' plays yesterday were on three plays of offense. The defense played well. Yes, that 64-yard run should not have happened. But everyone makes mistakes. That was a ridiculous question. And I really, I hope, I, I, I hope that, you know, next week in, in Tampa, the defense just shines. And then Jerry Sullivan has another ridiculous question to ask. But that's just a ridiculous question. Again, it's from someone who just wants some attention, right? Needs some more Twitter hits. Um, and, and you see this now, which as much of a fan of social media as I am, it's really unfortunate that a lot of the media, and you see this with CNN, you see this uh, with ESPN, the media, a lot of these people just want hits on social media. So they ask ridiculous questions. That clip was played on ESPN, on TSN. It's all over Twitter this morning. So Jerry Sullivan, he got what he wanted. He wanted social media hits, and he got social media hits. There it is. I hope you have a great Tuesday. Uh, Enjoy yourself. Enjoy life. Whatever it is you're doing, it's the holiday season. Let's all be happy. David Bellavia is up next with four awesome hours of programming right here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.